Hello, everyone. Welcome to the eighth episode of the K Koji podcast. I am K, and with me today is, of course, Koji. Hey, welcome, everyone. Yeah, welcome, welcome.、Um, there is one thing, there's some news, exciting news for you,、um, which is you're moving. Yes,、uh, my rent's、uh, expiring at the end of the month. Oh, so it's not, it's not you want to move. It's more of like you're kind of forced to move. You know, I've lived in my、uh, current place for. For four years already, so I think it's time to you know, go look for a new place. So I'm just, I'm, I'm just you know, like、uh, on, on weekends or when I'm, when I'm, when I'm not working, I'm doing uh, uh, house hunting. House hunting. Yeah. 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 So in, in Japan, though,、uh, you know, there, there are certain things I look for when I'm, when I'm looking for a new place. Like you know, if I have、uh, enough space. I, I don't really need a big apartment, but if I have enough space, if it's close to the station, if it's relatively new, if it's nicely ins- insulated, if you, know, you have,、um, if you have like, soundproof walls, right? Those, those things you usually look for when you're looking for an apartment. There's actually one service、uh, that is in Japan. It's,、uh, it's called、uh, Oshimateru, it's a, it's a website. Which tells you on like a Google map, it's like an overlay over、uh, Google Maps where accidents happen in, in an apartment or in apartments or houses. So you, you, you can find in which apartment people killed themselves or people died、uh, of old age or sickness or you know, got murdered or something. So there's a website that tells you. All, you know, all kinds of accidents that happened in, in, the, in the houses and apartments in Japan. So people can be like well informed beforehand,、uh, before they make a decision to buy or rent an apartment. Do you, have you heard of that? Did you have something like that in, in Canada? I honestly don't know.、Um, I do know that if you have access to some of like the real estate databases that exist out there, you can find like the history of the home. Of, like, what happened in the home and like details around like how much it was sold, who transferred hands, and stuff like that. Is this it just focused on people passing away in these?、Areas? The main focus is there,、uh, people passing away in the, in the apartment or the, or the house. Any other details besides people passing away, like gas leak, fires? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's,、uh, it's actually like socially like managed. So people post, you know, the users would, you know, when they find out. About something happening. Let's say, let's say my next door neighbor kills him or herself tomorrow. And, you know, I could go on the website and post something about it. Oh, there, there is an app that is similar to that, but it's not specifically related to, like, I forgot what it was called.、Um, I think it's called Next Door or Neighbors. It's like the app will look around your community. And it'll pull them into that area. So you can, it's like, an, it's like a chat tool for your community area. But it's not so, it's not so mainstream, is it? Because I never really cared when I lived in Canada. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if there is an overlay, yeah, overlay app. I see. So it's, it's actually like Japanese people, I think they tend to care about that stuff a lot.、Uh, I, it, could be, it could be because of the, You know, the Japanese like traditionally、uh, looking at、uh, death as something that is not, you know, that is,、uh, that is not sacred. You know, like the idea and the concept of dying or death is、uh, it's, it's not good、uh, from a Japanese person's、uh, perspective. Anyway, so let's say you're, you are a real estate agent and you are about to, you know, provide the agency on a certain apartment to your client. Uh, you need to, it's, it's, it's actually、uh, by law to inform the potential lender, I, I mean, like a renter or the buyer of any of those accidents that took place within、uh, the three years in Japan. So if, if someone like, you know, killed themselves or like someone passed away due to old age or, or illness,、uh, then, then the, the potential renter or the buyer has to be informed. And it's actually pretty crazy because if it's, it's, it's interesting to watch too.、Uh, I, mean, I mean, like, have a look at the website because if you look around Tokyo, there are some crazy like, things happening. You know, there are more incidents, obviously, in, in certain areas like Shinjuku, where they have like, the biggest like, like, red light district in, in Tokyo. They have like, a lot of 
uh, fireball. So they they overlay a uh, fireball for each location that has uh, that has had. Um, Why a fireball? Is it because it's a spirit? Is that the reference? Yeah, I think it's supposed to represent a spirit. Yeah, it's crazy. But you know, I I think uh, what I do actually when I'm moving to a new apartment, uh, look at the website. Does that kind of make your going to like influence your decision on what apartment you're going to decide to move towards? Like, have you decided on the apartment already, or are you still looking? No, I haven't. I haven't decided, but I think I will double check, uh, just in case if if anyone has like jumped off the building or, you know, uh, passed away in the room. At least, at least, uh, you know, whatever I can, I can gather. I will try to figure that out. It doesn't matter to you. You don't. You don't care if uh, if someone died in in the in the room. That's an interesting one. Like, okay, so I think my my decision would be different of whether or not I cared if someone had passed away. I think if it's a house, I would be okay with the house because I can like I can knock it down and build a new house it, it, it sounds it's gonna sound a little gross but this is just the things i'm thinking about which is when they found the person's body if someone had passed away did that person's body decompose in the apartment or were they found right away if they were found right away i think i would be okay well if, if someone passed away for well so does that matter if that person passed away you know from a suicide or from i wouldn't care too much homicide about or from like illness or like old age you don't, you, you don't care how how the person yeah dies. i wouldn't care too much about like how or the why i would care more about how long it's been inside the okay. <laughs> inside and that is because it's it has more to do with um when the body decomposes it's gonna sound gross oh god uh so yeah uh, spoil to like you know the people listening here it's it's not and it's eating, eating at the same time, right? um, <laughs> like just be careful uh yeah when your body decomposes like the fluids in your yeah. body is like very rancid, yeah. right? And it can like break through uh -huh. like components and stuff like that. And so like, okay. or like Ooh. the flooring and stuff like that. And then also there's like fumes Ooh. and like stuff that could go into the air, right? So how yeah. good of a job do they do cleaning that? <clears throat> I don't think I could trust yeah. that very well. So if I knew mm. if the body decomposed in the apartment, I would 100% not be in there because i don't know okay like even if like let's say i have a little bit of superstition that means a little bit about their yeah. body part might live somewhere in the building if they didn't do a good yeah. job cleaning and then that's probably yeah. where i would might think maybe there might be a ghost right um but mm. if they just like clean it up yeah completely. or if they like renovated the whole thing in yeah. the apartment then i would yeah. be okay with that okay okay Interesting, interesting way of thinking. So your you think ghost could be there if there's like a like a re, like a remaining particle of the dead. Yeah, body. if there's like residual of something, right? Um, then like maybe. I mean, I don't really believe too much in the supernatural, other than like there is stuff that we don't. I 100% agree that there are things we cannot explain, right? But I don't know if that is a ghost if they're a scary ghost or if they're a nice ghost yeah. they could be casper right yeah. like i don't know right yeah. <laughs> um it will certainly make me double think about the apartment if the price is right so you know actually what happens is that after the you know after after the you know the incident or you know like a death event happening in an apartment when they want to rent it out to someone they lower the price significantly for 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 the next uh next renter you know who is going to live there for a few years so that they can pass that three years um uh, you know time in the apartment and then they won't have to disclose that to the the but that website so that website the breaks up. the three yeah. three year rule because it, it, yeah. the information it will stay stays. there forever. It's it's Got on the it. internet. But how yeah. much of that information yeah. is accurate, though? That's the other thing, because it's community driven, right? People are going there, and yeah, it's community driven. So you don't people know. could be lying I mean, out some, their some ass of it... and just like had a bad experience with their landlord, and then just post something there, and then people will think that someone died. Yeah, that's for sure. So it's a. Uh, I mean, a lot of people I think are requesting to take some of the stuff down. Uh, a lot of 
a lot of things are like not really like a death event. It's like, it's like oh, there's a there's a yakuza downstairs, something like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> you know. But then that's also like an important information too, if you want to live in you live in peace, right? So, yeah, yeah. So so I'm of a different mindset、uh, when it comes to like not wanting to live in a place where people died,、uh, because I would not prefer to live in a place where people like committed committed suicide or people got killed. I would want to. I would not want to live in the in the in a room where people committed suicide or got killed.、Uh, I wouldn't mind living in a place where people just like died of natural causes, or like、uh, or like illness, or you know, just old age. Because I, I think you can just clean it up. But when people kill themselves or get killed, I feel like. There's like strong emotions. You you watch Grudge, right?、Uh, grudge type of experience, and <laughs> that's interesting. So, so, do you think like those like scary movies have kind of like influenced the way that you think about how what apartments that could potentially be haunted? Like, do you think that? I think I think the scary movies are really just.、Uh, Visualization of Japanese way of thinking.、Mm, got it. Are you like because that's that plays very heavily into like Shintoism, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's a kegare, kegare, which means like a what, like a like a dirt, dirty, like not in, impurity in like this evil in death. Like talking about death, talking about dying, like the event of death is considered impurity in Shintoism. So. You're not actually allowed to go to a shrine after, like, like soon after your 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 family member passes away because、mm-hmm. you're impure. Do you like? Do you practice or do you believe in Shintoism? Um, Shintoism is a very casual, casual religion, and you know there's like eight million gods apparently <laughs> in Japan. Everything is a god. And, <laughs> yeah, so everything is it's a very spiritual、uh, religion. So I think it's it's a lot of the practices is in、uh, in a day to day lives of a Japanese person, and you know just just the fact that believing that there are spirits and when people die in a very、um, you know unfortunate ways, the spirits could be you know floating around or something. Yeah, I guess in that sense I do believe in it.、Um, You're a religious person. Yeah. <laughs> I am a religious person. You're a, a spiritu- way,、yes. spiritualist.、Um, I'm, I'm a spiritual. Well, like, yeah, I, I get scared. Man.、Uh, Is that what Marie Kondo <laughs> always tells you to get rid of things that you don't that don't make you happy? Because it's very because she teaches basically Shintoism. <laughs> <laughs> She's basically a walking religion. No, I think Marie Kondo. <laughs> I guess it's just. I, I think that's just Marie Kondo. Yeah. <laughs> And 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 I think that's why、uh, when when people die, you know, from from、uh, you know unfortunate events, you know, you you I I tend to think that let's say somebody kills him or herself in the in the apartment, he you know leading to the decision leading up to the decision of、uh, taking one's life away,、uh, their own life away,、uh, must have had a lot of struggle and. And、uh, difficulties that they had to endure, right? And normally we would believe that you want to live forever, but they they had their life was so tough that they had to make the decision to take their own life away. So, you know, that's that that kind of struggle is going to like stay in the air and float, and could could haunt the place. I think that's 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 basically the concept of. The Grudge, right? The Japanese, and and you know, have you watched The Ring? It's 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 a it's a bit older. It, that's that's also the concept, right?、It's, you know, the spirit with from a, from a bad event is going to haunt the videotape, and you play it, and the and the lady will come out of the screen and kill you. <laughs> so how how many fireballs are like when you were looking for places? How many fireballs did you see on that map? Were there a lot? <laughs> 
Oh no, it's, it's, it's everywhere. Every, yeah, there are a lot. There are. A lot. I mean, like if you think about it, people like, you know, death is an everyday event, right? Got it. Yeah. No, for sure. Like death is death happens everywhere, and um, I think you have every right to be af- afraid. I mean, I'm not gonna judge you for being scared of like ghosts and stuff like that because you know it's it's something like that's very personal right um would you be open to living in an apartment next to the one where someone had committed suicide like the next room or the next building (laughs) it sounds like it's gonna be next building (laughs) i guess that that answers my question there um (laughs) no the like next, next building, door, like right next, next to it. Like the only thing um, that prevents the ghost from haunting you is like the wall. <laughs> okay, then uh, probably, probably. Or what if it was above or uh, below you, not next to it, but what if it was above you or below you? Uh, probably not. Like I, I don't know. I, I've had like, have you had like supernatural like experiences before? Uh, I mean, I've had experiences where I thought it was supernatural and then I went and investigated and it's like, oh, it's not (laughs) anything. (laughs) Yeah. Like a door would randomly open, but it's because I didn't lock it. And there was like, there was like a draft inside the room. And so it pushed the, the draft, like pushed the door or like, I would see like eyes pop up in the middle of the night, but I realized it's a coyote or something (laughs) or it's like a dog or like a cat. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Like I've never like I would like I like actually like to go and investigate like stuff that I'm not sure about. Unless unless like I get like weird vibes from something, then I won't investigate. I'll just walk away from it, but I won't like run away terrified. I would just be like, "Oh, that looks weird. <laughs> I'm just going to walk this way instead." <laughs> okay. Okay. So I, I'm telling you, I'm just looking at the map right now, and the, and the building next to my apartment, current apartment, has had a suicide from 11th floor. So somebody jumped off the building from 11th floor. I'm looking at, look, so it's, it's like a Google map, right? Sorry, I can, I can show you. So it looks like this. You Dude, why are there so like many fireballs? <laughs> Dude, it's everywhere. That's why it's scary, man. I mean, it's at everywhere. that point, with that many I mean, fireballs, it's like, hey, actually, the bigger the fireball, does that mean that's there's more people concentrated there, or is the fireball representing every single incident? Every single incident. But see, this area has like so many like concentration of fireballs. I mean, I shouldn't be laughing, but it's just like. I get, I get the feeling it's just like, it's just extra thing that makes people more afraid. Yeah, and, but actually, a lot of it, a lot of it is, is just uh, like like old people dying alone or something, which is also sad. But from my perspective, that's okay. It's a it's a circle of life. So, like you said, you you thought it was eye, eyeballs floating in the air and it was just coyote. Yes, I I do try to investigate when I when I encounter like paranormal activities. Um, actually, I I was a uh, a few weeks ago. I thought there was a ghost in my apartment, and I was hearing uh, this like knocking noise in the middle of the night. In the middle, like really late at night. So that woke me up. It was pretty loud, so loud that I was I woke up. Uh, and I was freaking out, but I went back to sleep. And then it happened again the following day, during the day. But when I heard it, I was like wide and white 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 and awake. And I realized it was just coming from upstairs, like somebody was like bouncing balls or something. So that wasn't really ghost. So this is gonna like scare you, man. This is this is legit. This is real. Okay, humor me. Humor <laughs> me. I'm interested to hear. Okay. So one time, I went on a trip to this uh, this like beach beach resort in Japan with my friend, but I was like a broke ass uh, student, so didn't have money. So ba- I basically hitchhiked there, and I was gonna sleep on the beach because I had no money. Well, I had very little money, uh, but my friend, uh, he he wasn't that wasn't his plan. He wanted to get like a place to stay. 
So we went around and asked for the cheapest, cheapest、uh, accommodation in the area. And we, we finally found like, the cheapest accommodation. It was like $30 a night, super cheap. And, 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 the, and the lady that, that was、uh, probably the owner was like completely like, skinhead, like bald. And I thought she was like a nun, like a, like a Buddhist nun. I'm like, whoa, okay. And then late at night, so we went out drinking and we came back at like two to three. We wanted to like take a shower because we went into, into the ocean at like, like two to three o'clock before coming back. And when we were about to go to the big bathroom、uh, on the first floor, we, we were staying on the second floor, by the way. So we had to walk up the stairs. It's basically, it's basically like a. Like a, like a bed and breakfast. It's like very small.、Um, it's like a house, that, that place. So the, the bathroom is in the, on the first floor, and, and our bedroom was on the second. And on the first floor, we were trying to go shower. But when we went from the, from the changing room to the, to the actual bathroom, the door to the bathroom was like opening and closing, like boom, 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 boom. And we got so scared, right? And then there was like scratching noise on the wall, like, like on the wall, like from one wall to the other. I'm like, I thought, there was a, I thought there was a cat, but there was no cat. So I was like, we were getting like really scared. And then we were like, wow, we gotta go. And we, we ran up to the, to the upstairs、uh, to, our, to our bedroom. And then when we walked up the stairs, the, the, the scratching sound followed us, like up, up like the stairs. Yeah, it was really scary, man. Did you sleep there, though? Yeah. <laughs> so that kind of invalidates like, the scariness of it. It's like, it's like no, 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 no. I, I, was, I, was, I, mean, I had nowhere else to go. I mean, go, you were p l a n n i n g to sleep on the beach. Why didn't you just sleep on the beach if you were. I had all, all of my. I, I was too scared to leave the room, <laughs> too, you know? <laughs> so I was, like, I was like, you know, like.、Uh, Like,、uh, I had like a lucky charm from the shrine in my bag at the time. So I was like holding on to it. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you were drunk too, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever you were drinking, it's, it must have been a good time until, until that night. But, like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean something about that, that story, I don't. But. When you hear it, does it sound like I was just.、Drunk? Yeah, it just sounds like. <laughs> it just sounds like you had one too many、um, that night. And then, like. Was it windy that day? Yeah, it, it may have been. Yeah, so there's a few things like. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's by the ocean, right? Like, it's very close to the beach. So it's usually windy. And I mean, you did buy, like, the cheapest place. So, I mean. Yeah. Th- was that place, like, actually haunted, though, when you looked it up later? Like that area? Oh, I, I didn't actually. Maybe I should now. Yeah. But maybe not many people register on the website、uh, in that area because it's like countryside, right?、Uh, I think a lot of it is done in Tokyo. But it's interesting, like, how, you know, when we think about where we want to live and, you know, where we want to move to, that these types of like supernatural ways of thinking influence. Is our decision making like, if, yeah? If, like in China, right? When you want to buy、yeah. a home, you never buy a house、yeah. that's on the fourth floor or has the number. Oh, yeah. A, a lot of buildings skip yeah, the fourth floor, even、right? though like your floor is like the fifth, but really it's the fourth. <laughs> like, like, yeah.、Uh, or like, uh, they'll put some like beams in there so it pretends like it's a fourth floor, but then it's like the fifth floor,、oh. um, when they, when they build their construction or like, because four is supposed to represent like, death,、uh, right? Yeah. Death. Or like、yeah. you, you don't have a room that has the number four in it, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. to some degree, if I think about some of like the apartments I've lived in, they haven't had the number four in、yeah. it. So maybe to some extent, maybe there is some superstition there. Or I was just lucky. Yeah. I think it's just, it's just lucky, yeah. And, and four sounds like death. And, you know, nobody wants to buy a, a, buy a room on the fourth floor in China. So, how, is there an area you're thinking about moving to that's ghost free? 
There's no area in Tokyo that's ghost free. <laughs> <laughs> so you're 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 kind of like okay. So if 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 somebody died in the apartment、uh, and you you want to try to buy it secondhand, would it be cheaper? I mean, I would assume that there's a lot of negotiating power there,、um, but there isn't really anything there by law that I know of that says that oh, this home was haunted or whatever.、Um, But they do. I'm sure they have to disclose, like, if someone had passed away for for some years, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I've never really encountered. I've just never gone out of my way、yeah. to ask that question. And like most of the places I've lived in have been like new, <laughs> so so it's uh yeah. I've never I've never really like. It's never really been top of mind for me when I think about where I'm moving and where I'm living.、Mm. So, but but like you know, like I I just thought like you know with like the housing prices in、uh, in Canada, you know, or North America, it's、uh, it's it's becoming incredibly、uh, expensive. I thought it it could be like a like a good way to like score an apartment or like a house for 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 a lesser price. Yeah, you would think that, but the funny thing is that there is actually、mm-hmm. in my area in, in、yeah. the Vancouver area,、um, there is a house that's well known for being、okay. haunted, and it's like it got sold for like multi million、oh, wow. dollars. <laughs> wow. Okay, so I guess it doesn't really matter then. People, yeah, and you know what? It might even be like more of like、yeah. an amusement park. Like might even be like considered like a business investment to turn it into like ooh look at the haunted house come visit the haunted house kind of thing.、Uh, I don't remember the name for it, but it was、uh, it's like right next to like a main street. I'm sure you've heard of it. I'm sure you ran into it.、Probably. Yeah, I've heard of it. I'm just trying to remember the name because I think kids go there right for Halloween or something. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because、yeah, I just I just remembered it. Yeah. There's also like a. A house in my area that's not in Vancouver, yeah.、Um, yeah. That that has a home that's well known to be haunted as well. Okay, but okay, they've, well, they've, okay, they they、so. they preserved it and turned it into like, okay, they turned it into an an attraction. Yeah, kind of like an attraction. <laughs> so, I, I'm pretty sure that with with homes like this, it wouldn't really influence me as much unless I know the details about. What happened to the body? That's probably what I'm more. <laughs> so you want to know the details? Yeah, because it's a health concern, right? For me. Yeah, yeah. More of like, okay.、Um, <laughs> but yeah, but like, where, what, what kind of like decisions do you kind of think about when you're looking for a home besides like people like dying, dying in it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think renting versus purchasing is a little different. Uh, renting, I just want to live in like a like a convenient area with with a decent you know decent size and and I think the rent is like relatively cheap for for the area. But if I'm oh oh actually yeah I mean it goes both ways but、uh, for for both cases. But you know like a delivery box. Do you guys have delivery box、uh, in Canada? For apartments, you mean like a place where the delivery person can just like drop off the thing in the storage, and then you go. And yeah, 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 like like you know, you order something from Amazon, and there's like a box at the entrance. Yeah, most yeah. most apartments these days should have yeah those storage places now. Yeah, so I want to have a delivery box. You don't have and... one right now. Oh, I do, I do,、oh, I do. Okay, but it, it's it's kind of become a must, especially if you live alone, right? You don't have people, you know, staying at home or nothing, so. You know, you need to be there to get the get the get the parcels or deliveries, and you know, like I'm I'm ordering so much, man. I just ordered like five things from Amazon yesterday, so I need the box.、Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, where do you plan to move to? Is it still going to be in the Tokyo area, or、um, are you planning to move a little further out? I think I'll move to within Tokyo area,、uh, just because of the access to to my work. Um, I I hate commuting. You know, commuting here is a pain in the ass.、Uh, really,、uh, the trains. You know, you've see, you've seen the clips, right? Did you did you try the busy train in Tokyo、uh, in the morning、uh, when you came visit? It's crazy, right? 
It sucks. Like, like the, let's say the train ride itself is like, say, like 20 minutes. It doesn't sound too bad, right? On, on a normal train setting. But if you are on that super busy train, it feels like an eternity. Like you are like, you're suffocating. Like, yeah, everyone's in your personal space. Yeah, everyone's in your personal space. You can't, like every, everybody is touching everybody, you know? <laughs> when I'm like, on a busy train, like really like at the busiest time at like 8.30 or something or 8.20. It's like, it's like you're, you're stuffing like a, like a bunch of marshmallows in, in, a, in a bottle or something, you know, like there's no space in between, you know. And I'm like hard time breathing or like this dude's like breath is like in my face. <laughs> yeah. And this, this, yeah, this lady's hair is in my face and you know whatnot it's it's a it's a terrible experience so i think living in tokyo i need to take i need to live close to a station where the line doesn't get as crowded yeah that's that's really important and i i want to minimize the commuting time because it's uh it's a it's a great pain in the neck yeah but you know i i feel like it's it's i hope it will get better with uh with the promotion of you know remote working and and whatnot I think I think many people are actually choosing to live outside of the city because if they want to if they only need to come to the office like twice a week then they can they can stand the long commute right do you work remotely do you ever go to the office yeah I go to the office every once in a while but I mostly work remote the industry that I'm in is all software <laughs> yeah so yeah. so you don't really need a centralized area for everyone to go to um I see and yeah, that, that flexibility is certainly an advantage. Um, and it helps a lot. You don't have to commute and you don't need to like, like, like I agree with you. Commute takes a lot of time out of your yeah. day that could be yeah. better spent somewhere else. Yeah. Um, and also like when you can work remotely, you can choose where you want to live. So if you're not much of like yeah. a city person, you yeah. can choose to live out remotely outside yeah. of the city where you yeah. have maybe a little bit more fresh air and like mm -hmm. just a different mm -hmm. group of people that you want to live with, maybe not so yeah. metropolitan, right? If you're not into yeah. that. So yeah, I mean, I do hope that remote work continues. Um, mm -hmm. I know there are some industries where that's just not possible, right? Like shipping yeah. and like... Oh yeah, of course. Like, and But in finance, like with where you're at, it's like... yeah. You don't really. It's possible. It's, you don't it's, it's possible. It's completely possible. We are selling, and and something intangible. You know, it's it's not uh it's not physical. Like the money we we use. I mean, like yes, of course, if you work in a branch and you're like handing out cash, you need to be there. But if you're not doing that, you can. I should be able to work. I should be allowed to work anywhere. But that doesn't happen. It's a. Uh, and and that's like what you like. You you don't do any of like the branch. Money no, stuff, no, right? I don't, I don't, I, I never touch money. Yeah, I never touch money, like cash, like physical cash. But you know, I think, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's especially with the Japanese culture, uh, doing sales, because I'm, I'm doing sales, right? So you need to have like a face to face. Yeah, it's all relationship building. Yeah, it's all relationship. And so you have to, t you can't do a Zoom call with them. <laughs> I cannot. Well, I can, but when I'm meeting them for the first time, or you know, it, the the benefit is really for for us, right? Because the client, and we want the client to feel, you know, closer to us, and you know, we want them to relate to us. So we want to have the opportunity to get to meet them in person. Yeah, and you know, like, so that comes with like like uh, client dinners and like a lunches and and whatnot. Which is nice every once in a while, but when it gets to like become too much, then I think it really depends if you you know if you enjoy it or not. And so I guess when you're thinking about like where you're living, does your area also have to have like really good restaurant choices so that you can take them to restaurants that are nearby so you can just go home really quick? So actually, yeah, that's that's nice too. Yeah, so it's it's nice to live centrally because like a lot of like the you know corporations are located in the central like business districts right i mean the closer you are the, the sooner you get home after you after your you know client dinners and 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 the more time you have for yourself 
How like expensive is it to rent in Japan? Well, it really depends on the area. I think Tokyo is cheaper than Hong Kong, and I think Tokyo is actually well priced considering its size and maturity as a city. Because I think the price now is yeah, how much is a is an apartment in like downtown Vancouver? It's it's it's. I think it's 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 probably uh as much as Tokyo, right? I think the latest survey had um Canada's major cities like Toronto, yeah, and Vancouver in the top ten. <laughs> okay, then yeah, probably <laughs> most expensive places to rent, yeah, and live in. <laughs> probably at par with Tokyo, or it could be more. Uh, so you know, if you take that, dude, into- I'm I'm seeing rents here for like one bedroom, yeah, in like Burnaby. Burnaby. For like okay, that's not even yeah, Vancouver. For like, yeah, yeah, for like two thousand dollars. Okay, then yeah, probably the same then. And yeah. then if you want like a two or three bedroom, yeah, apartment, it's like four grand, twenty six okay. to almost three thousand dollars a month. Okay, okay. So imagine yeah. downtown. Yeah, <laughs> Vancouver. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so like I'm I'm surprised. Uh, Tokyo is actually pretty cheap compared to like. You know those like, like what's what's the average uh, rentals in in Tokyo? Well, let's say well it really depends. Tokyo is a big city. It's like I think like you know five five to ten times that of Vancouver. Um, if you want like a like a smaller one bedroom, like maybe like four hundred square feet, that would cost you around maybe like in Canadian dollars, maybe maybe like seventeen hundred. That's about the same, right? Because Canadian one bedroom is usually bigger than four hundred square feet. Yeah, it's a little bigger than yeah, four hundred. It's like six, feet. maybe. So yeah, it's about the same. If if yeah, so I think Tokyo is pretty like reasonably priced if you if you look at it that way, uh, because because of the the opportunities for you to make money in Tokyo is uh, you know there there are many jobs. It's a it's a big city, and you have many options to like eat out and like you know do things. But then what what Tokyo really lacks is uh, the access to like nature i guess compared to vancouver and the, and the air, air quality obviously and how it's always freaking busy here it's uh it's insane <laughs> but if you enjoy it and if you like big cities i think it's a uh it's a better place to be uh for the cost of living that you may have to bear it's interesting we're talking about like real estate and pricing yeah i feel like our age or our generation yeah Got really fucked over <laughs> with regards to like home ownership. Yeah, um, and like you're a, you were a home you are a homeowner, right? Or you were well, a homeowner yeah, at one point, yeah, right? Yeah, I, I don't live in yeah. it right now, but yes. Yeah, and so like, how hard was it for you to get a home in Japan? Oh, it's not too too hard because there's like so, so the, the the example I was giving you was just in like the very central Tokyo, right? So like. If you don't mind like an hour of commuting to your work uh, and you can you can take on a mortgage, uh, you know, you can probably have an apartment for like for like three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars accessible from Tokyo. And, you know, maybe and, and let's say you're married, uh, you can have like a household income of, you know, at least like maybe maybe 80 Eighty thousand to like a hundred thousand dollars, then you're you're all set. You can even go for like a more expensive option. So I, I think I I think home ownership, if you are willing to take on a mortgage, it's uh, it's 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 very possible in Japan. Is there like a ton of like appreciation of the value of the home that happens in Japan? So the real estate in Tokyo it has actually appreciated, uh, you know, depending on the area, but. Uh, by by quite a bit uh, over the past years so it was even cheaper before like say 10 15 years ago uh, so I was just looking at apartments right now and uh, the area I was looking at uh, I was looking at this apartment which was thir- 20 years old and and the price uh, they were going for sale now is 50% higher than 20 years ago so it's about two percent uh increase per year is that that's that's actually like insignificant compared to uh two pound two percent compounded you know annually uh increase but that's like significantly lower slower than what it is in canada right 
the real estate market in Canada has gone batshit yeah. crazy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and <laughs> today there's now five times what it's originally worth. Um, yeah, it's five times its its cost uh, from how what I originally purchased it for, and that's over a period of, I would say probably ten years. Oh, because because I remember, uh, maybe maybe like seven years ago, you were telling me that it had doubled. Yeah, and so it's like every year there's like fifty percent increase. It effectively, I think that's the effective rate. Um, but who's 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 rate. willing to pay so much? Who can pay so much? Is it? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just that's just the apartment, yeah. right? So let's t- take a few steps back and let's look at like a house yeah. in Canada. A house in Canada was like when I bought my apartment would usually go for around like four hundred to yeah. five hundred. And now, if you want to buy a house in one of the tri cities yeah. in British Columbia so, or even in like Ontario. Okay. It's like one to three to four to five million dollars, <laughs> depending on where you're in. That if you're in like a high end so area, high. like Shaughnessy, yeah. yeah. If you're in a high end area like Shaughnessy yeah. or something, like a home goes now for like six to seven, six to seven million dollars, <laughs> and that's like three thousand square feet. Um. So you know, and- I I wonder like who. Who's buying them? And I mean, like, who's buying them first? And second is, where do people live in Vancouver, like, live? Where do they live, the people of Vancouver? Like, because, I mean, I I know that the, 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 you know, they don't make enough money. Like, a lot of people don't make enough money to buy a million dollar homes or like, you know, like uh, $800,000 of a condo they don't they don't make that kind of money so like where do they live so everyone's pretty much renting from my understanding um and the people that are now that now have a decent job they're only really able to afford condos like if you're having a if you're a family right now most families are buying condos i see Um, i see if they are trying to buy a house they have to like literally get out of the main city and out of like the like go much like much further out um in the suburbs like even beyond a little bit more of the suburbs to make it maybe somewhat affordable um and it's just like gone kind of out of control yeah. so if if there are folks that are in the city with like a job where they are in the restaurant yeah, industry exactly. um as a server or if they are you know working at a coffee shop or retail and they're they they're either living at home <laughs> with yeah. their parents, or they are renting. But, but what um, about the rental though? Is it cheap? Is it is it still like the same price? So it has gone up. I'm pretty sure it has gone up. But did it go up like five folds like it did for the real estate price itself? So like during the time when you know you yeah. were renting, right? And when you were yeah. in BC, rent was like for you like a thousand to twelve hundred. Yeah, and and right? I got a decent place, yeah. man. Uh, for for myself, like as a student, yeah. it was a pretty okay. Like it was a pretty decent place, right? For a student. Yeah. Yeah. For for that same location that I looked it up okay. a long ago where you used to, to, to <laughs> yeah. like rent. It's now like twenty two thousand dollars wow. a month. Okay. So it's like eight hundred dollars, almost a thousand dollars more. Um so it's almost mm. double. Every month. <laughs> so but so, yeah. It's <laughs> okay. So so but it's like the price of the actual like real estate is not backed by the cash flow like you know let's say it went up by five folds like the price but the but the rental is only up by you know let's say 60 70 percent then it's not backed by the by the cash flow like you know capacity it's it's able to generate is it yeah it's not based off of its rental potential right it's not based off uh, what what is it based on uh um 
it's entirely based market okay. driven. It's all based on demand. I see. I see. Um, and like restriction of supply. Okay. So there's not enough like yeah. homes in like a decent price yeah. point, and the price of the homes are driven up by all foreign investment. I see. I see. Um, because I mean, and that yeah. comes in a lot. How of many forms. years can a, can an apartment stand before it has to be like taken down and rebuilt? Maybe like forty years. Maybe forty or fifty years. Maybe something like that. Um, but yeah, it's just like. But like uh, when it comes to like apartments, it's not the same thing as what you have in like Japan, where you have to like after a certain number of years, you have to like deconstruct the home, right? And then you have to build a new one, right? I think there's a law like that uh, for some houses in Japan and apartments. Although it's changing, it, I think it needs to change eventually. But right now, yes, that's that's the case. Yeah, but I think that makes sense because Japan is like a very earthquake prone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, country. That's why that yeah. law exists. Whereas here we don't really have so that happens? unless it doesn't meet the building okay. standards. It just keeps stays there until yeah, it, okay. <laughs> until like they find the problem because they do inspections okay. every okay. like year, so, right? No, no, because because my concern um, was that like yes, you're buying like a large condo uh, for like a crazy amount of price. If your cash flow doesn't pay for it, and a building has to be taken down, like you know, if your cash flow can't support the you know, can can support the you know value or the or the price of the property within the within its uh, course of its life, then why why buy the place? You know. Yeah, most of the families are buying condos, um, and hopes to like save up enough at some point to buy a house, right? But then, but then I think you're always like faced with like the, that that kind of like valuation risk, right? In in Vancouver. Because if yeah, because because the property price is not backed by the cash flow generation capacity. So, do you think it's overinflated? Yeah, because I I feel like the right price for an apartment that gets paid of uh, you know two thousand dollars per month is well maybe like maybe like six six seven 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 hundred thousand to like eight hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, but then now it's it should be valued more, right? Yeah, so I'm 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 just thinking about it with like a thirty five year like amortization, like yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> you're, you're a real estate investor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so I I feel like just you know just 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 you know like thinking very briefly about it, it sounds very like inflated. So I guess now the good option is to rent, not buy. Well, it's more of like you don't have a choice if you want to live in BC is to mostly yeah. rent. Um, if you go, if you are in like a fortunate infer, uh, position where you have a good enough internet yeah. connection and your yeah. company allows you to work yeah. remotely, then your options are like way yeah, better. Yeah, because you can, right? you can live in, in inner BC or something, right? If you want, in, in, a, in a log cabin. Okay. yeah exactly um and so like i'm for me i'm kind of like in a fortunate position because i got in early before all this crazy hyperinflation happened like and i was like working like retail (laughs) effectively and i was like able to afford the place um and so i'm kind of like okay in my in my but everyone else that maybe I know of that lives in BC today they if they can afford a home they either have very rich parents <laughs> or they have been incredibly successful in their career or with what they're doing um otherwise every other person that I know of is renting or living with their parents um and so if I was to classify the folks that I know, um, you know, maybe 60% of the people I know actually have a home of their own now. Um, but if I was to scale that up overall, that's like maybe top 10% of people, all people that live in BC. Um, that's in our, my generation that, that has home ownership. So I know a lot of people that like, 
made the right moves and the right choices that they can like actually have a place. So, but I don't want to let, I don't want to skew the the numbers to say that, oh, it's going to be like 60% of people that, you know, can afford it. These other 40 people have not been able to do anything. No, it's just like, I just happen to know people that like. Just, just made the right decision like are, at the right timing. Yeah. That just, yeah, they're just like a little like yeah. quicker and like they just have certain yeah. advantages yeah. over others. Um, but if I was to like look at the other 40%, the 40% that don't own yeah. a home are more representative of like kind of the bc market wow. today um okay. well that's that that's uh i guess it's okay in a way because the rents rent hasn't gone up by like that crazy amount yet right no that's not okay <laughs> it's not okay at all because it's housing prices that's like crazy right if you ever want to have a family you can't afford a home like a house like if you have a kid and you have like a two or one bedroom apartment, that's not enough space to like raise a, a kid. I mean, if you go to Asia, then, you know, that's that's like different. Yeah, but, but from like a Canadian standards, yeah. Yeah, like like we've, the inflation that we've experienced in, in Canada is like, there's no controls. <laughs> and it's just all foreign investment that's coming in there. Um, and like, I think the initial one was like, largely like chinese that were came in that that started the initial stuff but yeah the rest of the the market is playing along with that so now today it's not actually the chinese market that's like causing the inflation okay it's now local everyone's bidding against each other locally so yeah it's It's like like a a huge housing bubble right now and so there's a lot of like 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 problems right now i i feel that like like i think like everything needs to get cut by 50 percent the value of every home yeah. <laughs> today in order to yeah. like make canada a little bit more livable again for for some folks yeah yeah otherwise we'll just go through hyperinflation wow. and you have to increase everyone's wages in order to make it possible mm. for someone to live or or this is just going to you know, I'm not sure how leveraged like uh, Canadian, like you know, like what very leveraged. Are. Like our our like yeah, then, mortgage rates are like one, one to like three percent. Okay, okay. <laughs> like we have really low like so, rates here. Um, well, rates are really low in Japan. It's even lower here actually. It's like zero point four five. Yeah. But 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 then you know what I'm saying is that like you know I feel like it could pose like a like a systemic risk right in the Canadian like financial markets and and also just the overall economy. I mean that's that's what Japan experienced uh, thirty thirty five years ago with a with a we had like a crazy you know real estate bubble and it, it, when it popped it went through a depression for 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 a decade. So. And uh, I think the thing as well is that it doesn't help that, like, Vancouver in particular is classified as, like, the most desired place to live. So it's just going to continue the bubble, right? Um, or at least that's what people are saying. I'm just like, uh, it's a it's an okay place to live, but it's you, you got to have, you need to have money to, like, live in yeah. Vancouver, like live, yeah. live life, if you want right? to be able to live properly yeah. in Vancouver, you have to like. And did they, did they forget to mention the weather from November to like <laughs> April? <laughs> yeah, it's a, there's a lot of rain. Um, yeah, there's cold. a lot of rain. Um, but we get all four seasons, yeah. so I mean that's a thing, right? So if you want all four seasons. Yeah, that's that's a plus. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it's impossible. So yeah, so hearing about the situation in Vancouver, I think Tokyo real estate market is in a in a much better like situation people if you work like and if you have like a household income of say you know 60 60 60 thousand dollars which is very much achievable if you work hard uh you can you can buy an an apartment yeah, you might be like a little bit in the further like outskirts of Tokyo, but you will still be able to buy an apartment. Well, I mean, cost of living is certainly much much lower. Like if you look at 
like how how inexpensive food is in Japan. And yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's expensive. Japan is an interesting place because it's expensive and inexpensive at the same time. Yeah. Like I think a lot of things are very like underpriced. I think we talked about it before too, but like the restaurant like workers are not getting paid enough. And so that makes it very, very affordable. But when you know, some things are very expensive, you know, like a hundred dollar uh grapes and like <laughs> watermelons like well, i've seen watermelon that's like 200 300 dollars <laughs> man it's uh but those but are specialty yellow. like fruits those are gifts yeah, those are specialty omiyage, like omiyage, novelties yeah like fruits yeah omiyage like special stuff we have like you know it's like basically through the roof um, gift fruit but like yeah gift <laughs> fruit it's a it's an interesting culture but they taste it's really like good. candy yeah yeah it's like candy yeah exactly it's like giving candy and I think we, we have, uh, as a culture, uh, gift giving and souvenirs, you know, culture. So, you know, even to my clients, uh, when I go visit them, sometimes I, I give them like a box of like, like, uh, you know, like uh, fancy like cookies or something. Yeah, it's, it's just a part of the culture. Yeah. And you go to a department store, there's like a whole floor of gifts, like cookies and like those like confectionery is that like 80 yeah. percent of japan's gdp is all tourist driven it's like all tourism uh no i don't think so uh, but they want to increase the gdp uh ratio of tourism to like a higher like especially like inbound mm. tourism but no not so much i think uh, a lot of it comes from like industrial mm. activities got it like toyota yeah <laughs> Yeah, I like Toyota. I like Toyota. Toyota basically represents. <laughs> it's like what Samsung is yeah. to Korea, which Toyota is to Japan. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's like well, I mean, it's gonna be interesting uh, when you find the place. Um, yeah, the, I know moving typically sucks. <laughs> yeah, moving sucks, man. So, like. I remember when I moved in Vancouver, uh, I think we, we, you know, I, we would do like things ourselves, right? A lot of things ourselves in Japan. It's, it's a little different. Uh, you could do it yourself, but there's like, like a lot of moving companies and people actually use the moving companies a lot. So, mm, or maybe I could just rent like a big van and try to move myself. I, I it really depends on how much stuff I can throw away <laughs> before I move. Uh but uh when you use a moving company, they they have like different options, right? Like but if you go all out, they pack everything for you, like even like to your like every single plate. And they just come. But there's like it's it's interesting. So you you give them a call and let them know when you want to move. And one day they come to your apartment or your home. And they will, you know, kind of see how much stuff you have and they will give you a price. They give you a quotation and then you got to de- negotiate there from there. Well, you can or you, you you don't have to if you don't, if you're okay to pay the price. But, you know, it's recommended that you usually negotiate the price. And once you're done negotiating uh, on the day of the moving, you know, th- those two guys or three guys, depending on the price you pay, uh, shows up and like brings everything over to your new place. Yeah, it's very efficient. Uh, yeah, so those guys can carry like basically anything, right, uh, by themselves. So I was pretty amazed to see like one guy. My my fridge is small, but like it's it's a fridge, and this guy like just carried the fridge on his shoulder and like went downstairs in the truck. <laughs> which i found pretty impressive and like and like uh and like my like laundry machine too like just one guy carrying the whole thing yeah but they have like a dolly right to lift it up like they're not carrying the whole no 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 just just with their their (laughs) what there's no like safety at all they just carry the thing themselves yeah well they wrap it they wrap it in like a blanket so it's like not like getting damaged, but like they just like lift. Do it you typically use like the full yeah. service uh, moving company that like packages everything and puts everything exactly where it is? No, no, man. No, no, I'm cheap. So, I, well, last time I moved, 
I used a company because I had like a lot of like furnitures. But the time before, uh, I just I just uh, moved myself. I, I rented a van and moved everything myself. It's it's a lot cheaper, you know. Yeah, so. definitely. Yeah. It, it's funny that like the the full service moving experience doesn't really ex- exist yeah. in Canada. And you would think okay. that that would be well, something people would want because the yeah. the homes are bigger <laughs> here. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, and there's a lot more to pack, I think. Yeah, for sure. Home. There's a lot of like stuff. Yeah. Um Yeah. And so yeah, I was just it's like, why isn't that here? Because I would definitely use it. <laughs> I don't like. Yeah, no, they they pack literally like they have like a special case for packing your place. So they have like a like basically it's a sponge inside of inside of like this hard shell case. They put each of your place cups, whatever, and just close it, and they just bring it. So you just need to like you're living your life like as is until the day you move. And then on the day you move, they just pack everything, and you just start out in your in your in your life. That's a. I always had a question about like the moving situation in Japan because I know Japan's really strict with um, getting rid of things. Like if you want to get rid of stuff, you have to go through a really um, like long process to get rid of furniture and electronics and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, so anything over like 30 centimeters usually, and it's made of like metal or plastic. So any furniture that you may have, you need to uh, request a pickup by the by the government and they will, you know, your local, local government and they will, and then you have to book a date, usually like two weeks in advance, two to three weeks in advance. And they will come and pick up the stuff for but you. But you have to like itemize every single thing. Oh yeah, there's a different category, and th- there's a price for it too. Like say like, say like I threw away like a small shelf uh, a few weeks ago, and that cost me like three hundred yen, so like three to four dollars. So I have to go to a family mart downstairs, buy the sticker, write my name on it, put it on the shelf, and on the day of the pickup. I put it out uh, in front of my apartment in the morning, and then they come and pick it up. That's <laughs> that's crazy. Like it's totally different from in like Canada or in the U.S. You can just call a junk removal company. They'll just come into the house and take all the stuff and then give you the bill, and that's it. You don't have to like sticker anything. You don't have to like itemize anything. You just call them and set a date, and then they just go in there. Oh well, they, we do have like a junk removal company too, but. Well, that's like the proper way of doing it is is what I mentioned. Yeah, because like the junk removal companies yeah. here will typically do all of that like logistical work afterwards, like where it belongs to and yeah. stuff for you. Oh, Whereas it I sounds see. like for I you, see. you have to like tell them in advance all the things that you want to get rid of. Yeah, yeah, every single item. Like you need to itemize everything. You know, and they have like a like a hundred hundred product categories <laughs> that you need to like choose from. <laughs> that's crazy. Like they. I, yeah, I know like some of the junk companies yeah. here will they'll have like a system for you to like put in like what you think you need to get away uh, put away yeah. so you can attach upload images and stuff like that but if there are items that yeah. maybe you didn't document they'll they'll like add that yeah. to the list for you um, I see so I yeah see. it's it sounds super like it, and it's all digital too over here whereas it mm. sounds like in Japan it's mm. all like paperwork. Yeah, you need to buy the well, like registering the stuff and requesting a pickup is online, but you need to buy the <laughs> sticker. That's such a pain in the, in the ass. In the <laughs> yeah, it's a pain in the ass. The moving company really. that you pay for, do they would they do that work for you if you pay the extra amount? I think so. If you pay the extra amount, yeah. You know what? I mean, from the sounds of it, it might just sound better to just use the full service company to do everything. And be just like, here are the yeah, items I don't want to get rid of. And then the amount of time and the yeah. effort and like the paperwork yeah. and the yeah. stuff might be worth it. And 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 the stress that already comes with uh with the moving, right? It's uh it's significant. So yeah, it's it's possible that you should just you know. But how do people in Canada move? Do, do they just do it themselves? Do they get a U-Haul? Yeah, largely or? you see a lot of people just get like a rent a U-Haul or they'll like hire a moving company. 
um, to do it. Um, like when I moved, it cost me, I think like 800 bucks. And all they did was just move my furniture and I just pack everything myself. Um, the boxes, actually, I, I went and bought a bunch of like containers myself um, to fit everything in there. So I just pre-fit everything in the containers and then I just get them to move the stuff for me. I see, I see. So in Japan, they give you like a, like a, like a, they rent, you know, they lend you boxes to put your stuff in and they come pick it up afterwards. Yeah. But like I can, I bought those containers because I was like, oh, I can reuse these containers for other things as well. Right. For storage. Yeah. So okay. I was like, oh, this okay. is just like, this will help me with my move. That's, that's good. You, you don't have to like waste. Yeah. Boxes, it's, right? it's, it's yeah. useful. And like, it's not that expensive. It's like $5 mm-hmm. per box. Right. If I was to rent it, they'll rent like a dollar per box, but then they'll, it's like how yeah, many, and yeah, you only, you only use, use it, it like yeah. that one time, but then they'll also charge you yeah. for how many days it'll take for it to get over there. Okay. Like there's wow. like a lot of like things okay. where they like nickel and dime you on like bullshit. Right. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I just, let me just yeah. buy the fucking box <laughs> and I can reuse it for other things to store stuff. Right. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be fun. You get to move to a new place. Yeah, it will be fun. Yeah, it's always exciting. Uh, as long as you know there's no real problem with a new place, and you know no ghosts. <laughs> no <laughs> Do you plan to like buy a <laughs> full house at some point? For now, I'm okay with just an apartment because it's easier to live, especially if you live in Tokyo. Uh, because you have the delivery box. Of course, you can put put a delivery box in front of your house, but like taking out the trash, it's easy. You know, you don't have to bring the the garbage outside. Uh, there's someone cleaning the hallways and stuff, right, in the apartment. You know, you only need to worry about your own room. But I would, you know, it's it's nice to also have a garden, and you know, have the space to like do like you know uh, DIY stuff. So I would love to, but with my job and the way things are, it's, it's, it's not going to happen. But if I could, I would love to live in the countryside. If I was like, if I had like a fully remote uh, working, then I would love to live in the countryside and, you know, I can do like yard work and, you know, I want to have a sauna in my uh, yard <laughs> if possible. Like I, I build like a log cabin of like a, of like a sauna. Thanks for listening to the Koji Podcast. You can find more episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Keep up to date by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Koji Podcast. If you would like to support the program, you can check us out on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Koji.